Our circadian rhythm is key for regulating sleep, which is key for lowering cortisol, which is critical for balancing your hormones and feeling better in perimenopause. In other words, heal your circadian rhythm and your perimenopause symptoms will improve drastically. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sister, what is your body saying to you today? When your alarm went off, was she saying, please God, no, I'm so tired. (laughs) When you turned out the light last night, was she feeling restless instead of restful? Was she saying, I'm not hungry for breakfast, just give me all the coffee? Or maybe I'm constantly hungry, feed me, feed me, feed me. These are all signs of a dysregulated circadian rhythm. So today we're going to clarify what a circadian rhythm is, why it matters in perimenopause, how to know if yours needs help, and my seven tips that I call the simple method to help you get back on track. So let's dive in. Okay, I am interrupting this episode super quick for you, sister, to remind you of perimenopause weight weight loss myth number one through six. You are just getting older. You think you need to accept it. You'd have to work out every day and cut your calories way back and be miserable. And if you really want to release weight, it's going to be harder than it was in your 20s. That is not the truth. But here is the truth. All you need to be successful in weight release during perimenopause and menopause is to understand how this major hormonal shift impacts your metabolism, how to eliminate the inflammation that is causing most of your symptoms, optimize your hormones, and commit to habits that work with your hormones. And don't worry. It's easier than you think. I can promise you that. So I created a brand new signature course called Midlife Mojo to guide you through each of these four simple steps and get you releasing the weight so you can get back in control of your body and thrive in perimenopause and beyond. You can go on vacations. You can enjoy the holidays. You can tackle your big dreams and even bigger to-do lists, no matter what number you're turning this birthday, and have the confidence that the scale will only be moving in the direction that you want. It's a 12-week course that we will commit to together and is designed to get you out of hormonal chaos that includes mood swings, night sweats, lack of patience, and heavy periods. Eliminate and heal the inflammation in your body. No more bloating, brain fog, exhaustion, and cravings. Optimize your metabolism, which is where we get to bring on the energy, and shift into fat-burning mode. Hello results, so that you will release the weight. And guess what? 
I am guaranteeing it. I have worked with enough women in perimenopause struggling to release weight and feel better, as well as my own 15-pound weight gain and loss, that I know this is a proven system. When you show up and follow through, you will get results. I promise or I'll give you your money back. Now, space is limited because your results are critical and doors open now until September 10th. When we begin, which is coming fast, all you need to do is sign up right now at www.briatheperiodwhisperer.com forward slash midlife dash mojo. That's briatheperiodwhisperer.com forward slash midlife dash mojo. And it is the show notes in the show notes below. So pause this episode. I won't mind. Pause it right now and sign up so you can secure your spot this fall in a program strategically designed for women where I am guaranteeing results. Results. Am I crazy? No, I'm not. Because here's what I know about women like us. When we invest in ourselves, like paying for this course, and when we have skin in the game, like knowing that our results are guaranteed if we follow the process step by step, then we show up. We go all in. And I have a 100% success ratio on my clients who go all in. If I know anything about the lives of women in midlife, it's that September and January are like our Super Bowl times for progress, commitment, and change. So go right now. Sign yourself up so you do not miss this opportunity. Share it with your girlfriends, sisters, and anyone who is struggling to feel good in perimenopause. Perimenopause will transform you if you let it, or it will lock your feet in concrete. Let's transform, sister. Commit to yourself now. Heal your hormones and release the weight. Okay, I am super excited about sharing this info with you because I know that you are listening to this podcast because you realize that the more you understand your body, the more you can shift it into a thrive mode. We want to thrive. That's why you are here. That's why I am here. So almost all living things, including humans, plants, and animals, have a circadian rhythm. Women like us in reproductive age, so those years between puberty and menopause, also have an infradian rhythm, which is our 28-day rhythm that impacts energy, metabolism, and reproduction. I'm honestly certain this is why women are better multitaskers than men. We have been multitasking two rhythms since puberty. Seriously, have you ever noticed that? How you can be cooking dinner, listening to a podcast, and helping your kids do their homework at the same time where maybe maybe a male counterpart in your life is like a one-task-only situation? I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So circadian rhythms are physical, mental, and behavioral changes that follow a 24-hour cycle. Our circadian rhythm is particularly key for regulating sleep, which is critical for lowering cortisol, which is critical for balancing your hormones and feeling better in perimenopause. In other words, heal your circadian rhythm and your perimenopause symptoms will improve drastically. You know you're struggling in your circadian rhythm when you have symptoms such as feeling like wired but tired at night, right? Or like you're, you're, you're so tired, you get in bed, you turn out the light, and, and you just cannot fall asleep. Or maybe you're struggling to get out of bed in the morning, even if you're getting at least seven, eight hours of sleep. Um, maybe you have daily fatigue, like you're just dog tired all day, or that brain fog, you know, where you're like walking through a cloud. 
um, problems with memory, right? That recall of like a name, a word, a something, and decision making. So if you're struggling with any of these things, these are real signs of uh, a dysregulated or disrupted circadian rhythm. Also things like not being hungry in the morning, um, but you want coffee, you're like, give me the coffee, I need the energy, but you don't have an appetite. And then later in the day, you're just hungry all day long. Again, these are all signs that our circadian rhythm is off because that rhythm should help us, you know, regulate these parts of our life so that they kind of move off of clockwork. Really think about animals, right? Animals are a great example for us because they don't have all of the crazy uh, influence of what society has on us, like of what living in our culture has. Like they, they are pretty consistent about when and how long they sleep, about when they like to eat, about when they have playtime and energy. And, and really this is our circadian rhythm at work when it's in an environment like a vacuum where it's uninterrupted by all the other things going on in our life. And of course, sleep is the foundation of hormone balance. And this is where sleep really, really matters in in perimenopause specifically, because if you can't give your body the space to balance your hormones, you know, like we can't actually do that without sleep. There's too much cortisol. Cortisol is our stress hormone. I know I talk about it a lot on this podcast. It's supposed to be high in the morning to wake us up and low in the evening to let us wind down. But when our circadian rhythm is messed up, we end up in a bit of chaos, which means that you don't get enough good quality sleep, which means hormones like leptin and ghrelin, these are our hunger hormones, are out of whack, which means that you probably will overeat or not eat enough and so on. Chaos, right? This is what I mean when I say we have to calm the chaos in our body in order to hear the whispers of our body. We can't actually hear the needs of our body when it's supposed to be hungry, when it's supposed to be tired, when it's supposed to wake up, if there's too many shenanigans going on. So the equation looks like this to try to make it really simple. Heal your circadian rhythm to lower the cortisol levels, to allow your body to balance your hormones, to have a better perimenopause, to release weight or max energy or have an easier period or whatever your goal is during this time, whatever's brought you here to this podcast. Maybe maybe all of those things. I know that was my issue. I was struggling with a 15 pound weight gain that didn't make any sense amidst my six weekly workouts. And I had, you know, crazy cravings and my period was all over the place and I was dog tired all the time, right? So this is our equation to get that back. Here's what you do to reduce cortisol, support your circadian rhythm, and therefore improve your infradian rhythm, right? That 28-day rhythm that's running our hormones, even in perimenopause, right? Perimenopause, again, is really that time frame of when the job of our hormones is being passed from our ovaries to our adrenals, but it's still happening. The rhythm is still there. You know, once we achieve menopause, then we don't have that rhythm anymore, but until we get there, we're still having this rhythm. So I call this the simple method because really, anything that has a name is more memorable for me. And who doesn't love simple, right? You love simple, right? (laughs) We all like things easy. Okay. So the S in simple stands for sleep at the same time each day. We want to create this rhythm for our body going to bed. And in our circadian rhythm, it's really ideal to be going to bed between nine and 11 at night. That's going to vary a little bit for you. 
And you want to actually be in your bed for, you know, eight to 10 hours so that you can get seven to nine hours of sleep. So we want a regular time. Make sure this week you're going to bed around the same time and you're waking up around the same time. The I stands for implement consistent meal times. Okay, so we wanna make sure, again, we're creating routine, the same way if you had kids, the same way if you have animals, we create a routine so they know what to expect so that we can kind of have peace, right? We can accomplish things when we know our child is gonna be you know, eating at a certain time, napping at a certain time, going to bed. That gives us the space to do the other things we're doing. Same thing with our body. We really wanna make sure that we are regularly eating at the same times each day day. And, and ideally, it's in like an eight to 10 hour window, right, to kind of protect that 14 hour, 14 hour fasting schedule at night. And of course, in perimenopause, I'm sure you've heard me say earlier on the podcast episodes, you know, we want to, to focus on that regulated blood sugar levels. So we want to eat within two hours of waking. The M stands for manage coffee and stimulant intake. If you have heard me say this before, I highly, highly recommend never drinking coffee or caffeine on an empty stomach. The immediate response is that it spikes our cortisol levels. But we want to manage our this coffee and stimulate intake, especially in the afternoon. So if you're going to have a coffee, that's fine. I have one a day. Have it with your breakfast and then not again later because those stimulants really impact our circadian rhythm and throw us completely off. The P stands for prepare the bedroom to be cool. We want to lower the temperature in our in and around um, around us that night because it allows our body to regulate temperature better and creates better sleep option. And especially in this time in our life, right, when we're dealing with dysregulated hormones, often our liver is overworked and it overheats us. This is why we wake up with a lot of night sweats. And night sweats are different than hot flashes, right? So if you're waking up at the same time every night, usually between two and four, um, and you're hot and sweaty, that's a night sweat, not a hot flash. Um, okay, the L stands for expo- light exposure first thing in the morning. We want to get du- direct daylight. It doesn't have to be sun. It can be a cloudy day, you know, right in our eyes. So if you just open the window or if you just step outside and like get it in for 10 minutes or so, you want to really get that brightness in. This really helps support melatonin production. And melatonin is our hormone that shows up around bedtime to help us wind down. In a dysregulated circadian rhythm, we don't have enough melatonin melatonin and we really want to produce this for ourselves as best as we can. Bonus here if you can get outside and walk because nature and that gentle movement and that breath work also helps our circadian rhythm. And the E stands for early dinner time. So you know, when you're going back to this this understanding of, you know, eating at regular intervals, if we can bump our dinner up a little bit earlier in the day and a lot of people eat really late, but you know, there's so much discussion around intermittent fasting. And although, you know, although one, there's a lot of great benefits to intermittent fasting Two, not a lot of them have been studied on women of reproductive age because quote unquote, our, our, our rhythms are unpredictable. They're actually very predictable. They're just not the same as men's, but we, you know, when we, when we eat at an earlier dinner time, when we start our day and we eat breakfast, we need energy, right? Like we need energy to accomplish our day. So if we're not eating until 12 or one, like you're just in a backlog of not having enough 
energy energy to like create for the we don't have enough energy supply for the demand that you're asking of it if you want that break and the benefit of fasting you really want it at night and overnight um so you want to start your day eating your breakfast you know within two hours of waking eating your lunch four to five hours later and your dinner four to five hours after that so for example if you're waking up at six you want to eat breakfast at eight lunch at 12 and dinner by five and that gives you quite a lengthy time in the evening to go for a walk, to do some other things, to wind down so that your circadian rhythm can also kick in and give your body the break that it needs. Okay, so one more time. Simple stands for sleep at the same time each day. I is implement consistent meal times, manage coffee and stimulant intake, prepare the bedroom to be cool, light exposure first thing in the morning and early dinner time. Okay, sisters, focus this week on improving your circadian rhythm and this will help you so much with balancing those hormones so that you can be more in your life and not just less on a scale. I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.